0: Welcome to Practical Access. I'm Lisa
1: Deeker. and I'm Rebecca Hines. And Lisa, I'm looking forward to this new season for the summer, and in part because we're both we're both Today a little bit nerdy read. and like like to read. <laughs> but but I will tell our listeners that you are the most nerdy of all. So
0: <laughs> my <laughs> mother was a librarian. I have yeah. every right to be nerdy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I know the three decimal system, do you? <laughs> well, I did, Lisa, back
1: when it was a thing. Um, so so this season, we will be featuring different, different readings, but I'm really trying to reel her in and keep us with some short, practical things. But um, I'm looking forward to our first article of the summer. It's light and breezy, I think. Lisa, what are we reading?
0: Well, so I'm reading something from a new journal. Uh, I know that shocks you, but you'll like this journal. It's from the uh, National Council of Teachers of Mathematics, and it's their new journal called Mathematics, Learning and Teaching, because it's all about really great articles about teaching for teachers and practical. But I picked one that is not only not nerdy, but I think it's one that families, parents, teachers, and actually just siblings could be using in the household over the summer. And I love this Um, She is a teacher, talks about her name is Elizabeth Cunningham, and um, she says, I'm sorry, she's a future mathematics teacher at the University of Michigan, Flint, and she talks about infusing the day with mathematical moments. So with that title in mind, anything come to your mind, Becky, if I say mathematical moments, because I know you have this daughter that's been doing amazing in softball. I bet there's several mathematical moments in your world right now. Mm, Well... (laughs) I'm you know what the the only thing I've been best at
1: in math has always been being able to see how it applies to almost everything and in fact I often did have students learn to keep official scorebooks and stats and follow all of those things as you know just everyday mathematical moments as a teacher and even you know certainly infused in our lives as sports family lots of mathematical moments but what about what about the article Lisa? What kind of things are in yeah, the article? So
0: she does a great job of talking about, you know, when you're reading books, like what page will come next after page 20? Um, have you ever thought about I love the example she gives where she writes a number on the board every day, but never tells the kid it's the month, the day, and the year. And so I love the fact that she makes it very organic, that it's about discussion, and yet kids write things down. And I wonder about that, how many times kids write down or swipe a credit card or write down a number or um, talk to somebody about, you know, I want more of something or less than something. And I often think sometimes we shy away from the world of math, and that's why I kind of want to kick this one off with this article because I don't think math is any different than literacy, but we tend to think we have to do math. Whereas literacy discussions happen all that you're driving down the car. Oh, did you see, you know, the big blue van next to us versus did you see four cars past us? Like those are the kinds of mathematical moments I think we're talking about. And you know, Becky, it's funny because I just talked to a neighbor and <clears throat> and my own son. Um, this neighbor has, you know, some struggles with math. And she said, you know, I don't, I I don't know if I can do freshman algebra. And I said, there's lots of choices in math. You know, my son took sports statistics for math and uh, she ended up taking the philosophical approach to mathematical thinking in your life. And she said, I learned to like how to buy a house and get a mortgage. So I think we've really opened up that thinking as a culture yet. I'm not so sure we always open it up in the home and in the classroom. And so, again, I just thought it was a fun thing to think about. Well,
1: it was a fun, it was a fun light article. And Lisa, I think, you're going to put the citation for our listeners. Um, so it's a it's a fun, very light article to just get you thinking about this idea. And I I was most happy to see the word joy in her <laughs> article it. because you very rarely read anything about math and joyfulness. So I think it's a good summer kickoff in thinking about how can we make all of our subject areas more joyful. And this article certainly seems like a good starting place.
0: Yeah. And I'll just kind of end, um, this short little kickoff se- segment here with, you know, again, if you can't get access to this article, because we realized that it's one that you have to be a member. Uh, we also have a great site called of W money, O F W money. And we'll put the link out on the podcast too, but I love this, this article. She's a blogger in finance. She's just, it's 15 uses of mathematics in our daily life. And she talks about, you know, when you're traveling, how to use math and she's got some great fun little YouTube videos. Um, um, how to use it when you're cooking. I mean, cooking goodness, halves, fours, eights, but not only that, do you want more sugar or less sugar? Do you like more salt or less salt on your potatoes? And I think we often, again, forget that. Um, she talks a lot about gardening. I do not have that skill set because uh, I tend to drown plants, but maybe I need to watch that. Um, <laughs> but even in the arts and banking, you know, again, I don't think we go to the bank anymore, but you do stick a, a card in a machine all the time and saying, look, that took less than $20 out. That was $19 Eighteen cents. So again, you know, when you go to a party, having kids count. Uh, again, she just does a great job. So again, if you're looking for something as teachers or as parents, I just think we've got to stop making math formal and scary, and make it fun and joyful. And I
1: think this is this is a good time to get back to that. Again, if you're a parent of a, a child of any age or ability, it's a good chance to just start you know, raising our own awareness of, of math around us and making it feel better so that kids are ready and receptive when they get to school in the fall, whether it's your students or your own children. And I will just, um, my closing thought is it does not surprise me that my dear friend, Lisa Deeker overachiever that she is, drowns plants because (laughs) I'm sure, I am sure you feel the need to tend to them more than necessary.
0: Not normally. I normally ignore them until they drowned or they dry up. But I do have to say, my dear grandma uh, rest in peace had the greenest thumb ever, and I just didn't get it. So mathematically, I understand what I should do, but for some reason it just doesn't work for me. <laughs> so well, we thank you for joining us for this more lighthearted summer reading uh, session of practical access. And please send us any questions you might have on our Facebook, or you also can still ask us questions of practice on our Google Voice at uh, 400